Hey, what is up? It's Brian LaFermento here with episode 254 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. This is a featured Friday episode where I am featuring a one-on-one call. It's a real-life, unedited, uncensored one-on-one call that I did with one of the students from inside my Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur Bootcamp. Her name is Gabby Termel, and I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a backstory before we dive into the interview, but I'm gonna save that for after the musical intro, so let's dive in. context that you need to know for today's episode and this one-on-one call that I'm about to play for you between myself and Gabby Termel. So Gabby is a student inside the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur Bootcamp. She was actually part of the Sprint Accelerator program that I launched at the end of 2018. And Gabby is a career coach who really helps people find work that they actually care about and increase their salary at the same time. So Gabby actually went through a process where she doubled her salary. She has a really amazing story, and she's an entrepreneur that, quite frankly, just cares so deeply about the way she impacts people that it blows me away. I'm so excited for her success as an entrepreneur and everything that she's working on. And this one-on-one call that you're about to listen to is after a day of sales calls for Gabby. So Gabby had never done a sales call before. She's a member of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur community on Facebook, which it's totally free, by the way, if you wanna hang out with Gabby and me and so many other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, just go to letmeinthegroup.com. That's letmeinthegroup.com. Gabby's in there. And on March 4th, March 4th of this year, Gabby wrote, I'm getting my first client this month, no excuses. On March 5th, Gabby proceeded to have four sales calls from just four random people that she found as part of her outreach efforts online, and one out of those four was just like, Gabby, I wanna work with you, I need to work with you, you're the only person I wanna work with, I already know your price, I already have the money saved up, give it to me, let me in. So Gabby, literally in the span of two days, went from saying she's going to do something to taking massive action and doing it and getting her first client over the phone at a price point, you'll hear Gabby talk about it, a price point of $3,000. So it's really incredible that Gabby generated her first 3K in literally a matter of days just by using the phone. So today's episode, today's one-on-one session, is just Gabby and I talking about that experience. You're gonna learn so much from her. Hopefully you'll learn some from the insights that I gave as well, having done so many of these calls myself. I'm excited to bring you this one-on-one session with Gabby, and now I'm gonna hit play. Let's do it. Gabby, let's start off. (laughs) This is so much fun for me. Let's start off with you telling me why we're even having this conversation. What did you do today? Oh my God, today was the craziest day. I spoke to four people back to back this afternoon. Um, These people came from Reddit and I had put out a post basically just saying, hey everybody, I am giving away, I think I said it was like a hundred slots 
um, just, you know, conversation uh, to talk about your career <laughs> and any questions that you have. Um, I wrote it in such a way that it was as sincere and genuine as I possibly could. Um, and then I ended up getting just a ridiculous amount of calls um, scheduled on my Calendly. And this evening I tackled four of them back to back. Two ended up uh, opting out, uh, which ended up actually working out great for me because by the time those four were done, I was so exhausted. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, did not plan that out as well as I probably could have. Um, but that is what ended up happening today. Awesome. So first things first, because obviously you sent me a very excited boxer message <laughs> that I loved listening to. Did you build in buffer into your calendar? Because you know Calendly will buffer. It'll like add 10 or five minutes. It's completely up to you. You can buffer when people can book those time slots. Did you do that or you just I went all out? I just went all out. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh my gosh. How did I not know that was a thing? <laughs> It was, oh man. No, yes, yeah, so you definitely want to do that. I mean, I don't know if you remember when I was doing the phone calls for the entrepreneur to entrepreneur sprint applications. I had those like back to back from the time I woke up because we had way more applicants than I even expected. And so I always build in a buffer because I know that when I tell you it's going to be a 20 minute call, it's not going to be a 20 minute call. <laughs> it's so build that buffer in. You definitely want to do that. Yes. Oh my gosh. And um. So there were calls when very much I was looking at the clock and thinking, oh my God, I have two minutes to get off the phone and talk to this other person. What am I going to do? It was bad. It was so bad. And that's probably also why it hurt my pitching at the very end for my stuff because I was like, no, I've run out of time. <laughs> so tell me about the pitching. I'm so curious because I know you haven't necessarily done phone sales before. Tell me about your pitching experience. It was pretty, it, it definitely felt like a natural progression to, from, from all of the value to pitching. But I know that I hesitated so badly when it came to basically talking about the price. And I think that's what hurt me because there were people who were very much very, very much saying, how do I work with you? This has been a great conversation. I've learned so much. I could hear people like taking notes in the background. And I was like, oh my God, I hear your pen moving across the paper. This is nuts. Um, saying they want to work with me. And so then I, I talk about, you know, the program that I'm trying to uh, establish. It's eight weeks long, um, but it's really not eight weeks because you get to work with me for life. Um, that kind of a thing to just kind of like ease. And then when I came to talking about the price, I know I hesitated. I know it. I heard it in my voice. It was awful. And they must have heard it in my voice too, because they hesitated. And we're like, you know, oh, I don't really have that in my budget right now, uh, but send me your website link and I'll hold on to it. And then when I have the money, uh, we'll definitely work together. But thank you so much. And I was like, there's nothing I can do and I have another call that I have to take like right now <laughs> oh man we call these first world problems Gabby <laughs> 
the most first world problem. Oh my God. So a couple of things come to mind and that's why I was really excited to jump on this call with you tonight <laughs> after your boxer messages in the heat of the moment still. So I agree with you that if, if you heard it in your voice, here's a fun anecdote. So for one reason or another, Gabby, I'm afraid of horses. Oh my doesn't make any sense so my sister grew up on horses like my sister wants to be a vet she has always been on horses her whole life and anytime i'd like go to pick her up from horse camp or just to see her at the stables she's like brian you know they know if you're afraid of them <laughs> and it's totally true every single time and and now it's especially in my head because i know that they know that i'm afraid of them mm -hmm. and so yeah i mean it's it's just a, a self perpetuating cycle of just not goodness. And that absolutely happens in sales. The second thing though, is I'm curious, did you use your offer stack when you got into the pitch with them? Mm, no, truthfully, I did not. Um, I no, Gabby? Oh no, I should have, oh <laughs> man. I, I have no excuse or reason, uh, just ran out of time for sure. Um, but I could have easily stuck that in somewhere in the middle of the call or even at the beginning of the call when I was first introducing myself, I could have done something like that. Um, so I like saving it to the end for sure. And okay. because it sounds to me like you had awesome calls that in no way felt like sales calls. And that's always, these are service calls. They're not sales calls. Mm -hmm. And if through service people are like, Hey, how do I work with you? Then they're inviting you. They're like, Hey, please pitch to me. So yeah. that's awesome. I think that you probably handled that really well. Obviously, I haven't heard the calls, but it sounds like they're like a dream call. So the offer stack, though, is so powerful. I totally did it to you on the phone for the Entrepreneur Entrepreneur Sprint. I don't just tell people, hey, you know, it's, it's a three-month program. Every single week we hop on calls together, you're going to launch your business. Because then I'm trusting that you will correctly value all of the things you get inside the sprint. Mm-hmm. I don't trust you to do that, quite frankly. And so what I always do when it comes to, especially over the phone, I mean, you saw today, like Gabby, how cool is that? You can build a rapport <laughs> with people over the phone. Yes, complete strangers. It was yeah. wild. And at the end, I was like, oh my gosh, you're so cool. We talked for 30 minutes, but you were like the bomb. Like that's yeah. how it is. No, it's amazing. So that's why I use the offer stack. Like you, you've put together all that work and, and it's such an easy transition because you could easily say, look, I'm so glad you asked how we could work here. I've literally spent the past six months coming up with a roadmap for people exactly like you. And what I've realized is, look, a lot of people are going to try to sell you on, here's how you get ahead in your career. But the truth is, and Gabby, you know me well enough to know what I'm doing right now. I'm acknowledging existing beliefs, shattering them and rebuilding them. And I do this all the time. So if you use this type of verbiage, you'll be like, look, I understand a lot of people try to tell you that, what you need to do is you need to just have better interview skills. But the truth is when I went through this myself, when I doubled my salary, when I sat down for the past six months, really studying how I can help others do this, I realized that's only one component. So really I structured this as a six week program where in week one, we're going to do this. In week two, we're going to do this. In week three, we're going to do this. And when you use the offer stack, Gabby, I always call it a yes train because if, if you're pitching that to me, and your offer stack is really well thought out, I'm going to be like, gosh, yeah, I really want that thing in week one. Yeah. And then because you've already thought about what my journey is going to be like in advance, I'm like, gosh, I really want that thing in week two. <laughs> and then by the end, you've got me mentally six times saying, I want all of these freaking things.
So the offer stack is the most powerful tool in your sales arsenal. And from there, if you're iffy about price, you're talking to the king who didn't know how to tell people his price when he started out. No, I don't. Did I ever tell you about, so the first money I made as an entrepreneur, it was from my, my soccer blog, Premiership Talk. And it was about six months in, I was slowly starting to get some traction on the blog. And this company in Seattle emailed me and they were like, how much do you charge for monthly advertising? And I was like, 200 bucks. Like, I didn't know what to say. So I just blurted out like 200 bucks and the dude was like, yeah, cool. I felt like so crazy saying that. It was drastically under underpricing. The first time I sold a website, Gabby, it was with a business partner of mine. And it was to this private school in Boston. And they asked us, how much is it for you guys to make a website? Like most people charge like five grand, 10K, more than that for websites. We were like, $1,000. Oh my God. So here's how I got over that is I learned about price anchoring. And so, and salespeople are amazing. Like clearly neither of us are salespeople. And that's awesome. Like, I think that that's a huge advantage for us, but salespeople use price anchoring really well. So they'll be like, well, you know, typically if you wanted to like houses like this, usually sell for at least half a million. This one's on the market for 425 K. You will never see that price again. So you anchored my, my price at 500 K. I believe you that I'm getting something for 500 K for just 425. Mm-hmm. So you can use things like that. And I mean, information is knowledge here where you'll know, you know, similarly, other people might charge. How much are you charging, by the way? What is your price? Oh, man. It's a little embarrassing. Oh, don't flinch when you tell me your price. (laughs) All right, I'm going to tell you. It is, I'm charging three grand. Three grand for eight weeks. Okay. Yes. Group or (laughs) one-on-one? One-on-one. Okay, cool. So yeah, I mean, you could say, you could, I mean, you could use that to your advantage. You could say, look, I mean, on average, I really want to see you make at least an extra five to 10 K more in salary. I mean, I doubled, I went from X to Y thousand dollars. So, I mean, a lot of people will want to charge you like $5,000 or $10,000, but really I put this together. The whole reason why I'm having these phone conversations is just because I want to find awesome people. So yeah. if you're looking to get started, I mean, we'll do it for 3000 and we'll start work literally today. I hear that. Absolutely. Man. It's just a way smoother way to go into it. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Can I go Questions? back in time? Can I go I back know, right? in time? Nah, but you get to do it again tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. <laughs> Saturday morning and people are still signing up for these. I'm not even, oh my God. I look at my, I look at my and I'm like. They're all going to vanish tomorrow. And I just like, I count them to make sure they're all still there. And I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. It is so crazy. But okay, um, tomorrow I'll do that. For those calls, I'm going to definitely do that. And I'll make sure, man, they're already scheduled. Could I? No, I couldn't go in and reschedule. I can just. Wait, why do you want to reschedule? To add the buffer time. And be- ah, no, I couldn't. Oh, do that. no, at this point, they've already scheduled. I could do, I could make sure to condense it and anything I could possibly say to 25 minutes, make those last five minutes really count. Yeah. Oh man, I'll find a way, I'll figure it out. What sort of objections did you have on your calls today? 
Uh, when you say objections, uh, people, sales objections, like why did they not buy? Um, everybody said that the price was a little bit too high or some sentence similar. Uh, I don't have that right now. It's too high. Um, and really that was the only objection that I got, um, from the first three people. And then the fourth person was just like, I have, she, I didn't even pitch. I didn't even do a thing. She was just like, this was the best. This really helped me a lot. I want to work with you. And can, do you have a brochure? And, and all that went on, um, which just completely blew my mind. But for the other three, that was their uh, objection was that they didn't have the funds. Did you ask them what they had budgeted to make a change in their career? No, I didn't even think to. So yeah, definitely incorporate that. The biggest question that someone who like is actually into sales taught me is when it comes to sales objections, and this is, cause put it this way, you and I, we never want to be salesy in the stuff that we do. I think we both very much agree on that. Mm -hmm. And so one of the key questions that I have in my pocket in sales conversations is, cool. Like I totally understand. I mean, I would never ask anyone to spend money that they don't have. I'm super curious though. I mean, when we do hang up the phone, what are you going to do instead? Yeah. It's, it's a oh, gentle, yeah. it's a, it's I a caring that. question. Yeah. But it's not salesy at all. It's just, no, I, I love that. It's just a very gentle probe Yeah. And in their head. What are they going to do? after the call is done. Because oftentimes the answer is nothing. And to make them admit that, to make them admit that they just invested 30 minutes of their life into a call that totally lit them up, totally got them excited and totally pushed them in the direction that they want to go in. And they're going to hang up that phone and do absolutely nothing is yeah. the most painful admission in the world. Mm. No, I completely agree, man. Okay. So it's, it's oh a good question to incorporate. I love this. This is so great. Tomorrow will be our practice run. Not even practice run. The real thing. Oh, my God. I will I'll <laughs> implement that. I'll ask that question because I love it. And it definitely doesn't sound salesy. And yep. low with the dialogue that we've all had this afternoon anyway. So yeah. sounds good. Yeah. So tell me about the one who just right away is super gung-ho to work with you. Brag a little bit, Gabby. It was, oh my God. It was wild. The whole thing was, I'm still in shock that it even happened. Um, she and I, not that it wasn't that way with everybody else. It's just that she and I had this wonderful rapport that we had so much in common. Our backgrounds were super similar, um, industry-wise, family-wise, just so many things. Uh, and what I did for her was, I was just like, you're gonna get value from this call no matter what, because you've taken the time to do this. And I'm very proud of you for having taken the time to do this. Went through the call and at the very end, she was just like, listen, I looked at your website, I looked at your program, and I just want to work with you. She actually said she didn't want to work with anybody else. She only wanted to work with me. And it was because I was, I was trustworthy. There's something else that she mentioned as well um, that was very much like, oh my God, just because of the things we chatted about at the beginning of the call. Um, but that was what she said. And then she's like, do you have, a, that's when she goes, do you have a brochure or anything about the program and like what's all included? And I looked at the clock and I'm like, oh my God, 
this is crazy. I don't know what to do, what to say. And I was like, you know, I will, I'll send it to you via email. And she's like, okay, awesome. And, and she actually mentioned that she had the money. That is yes. To do this. I'm like, what in the world is going on? Expecting like aliens to fly in through the window or something. It was just that kind of bizarre moment. Um, But she was wonderful. And I was so appreciative as well. That was just crazy. That's awesome. I'm not going to lie to you, Gabby. I would have taken the money over the phone. I swear I should have. And I thought about that after I hung up. I was like, why didn't I even try? I didn't even try. I was so excited to even have that potential offer that I just rolled with it. And I didn't even try. Yeah. Go for it next time. Be like, look, I'm so excited too. Honestly, I've had back-to-back calls. I have a bunch more after I hang up with you and you rock. And I want to do this because I see so much potential. <laughs> let's, let's get started. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, that's true. That's, I should have done it. So, I mean, hey, every day we live and we learn, literally every single call. So I'm excited. Gabby, can I ask you selfishly two questions? Yes, of course. Because I think you are an absolute rock star for a million different reasons, not only in, in the work that you're doing with your customers and clients, but in your attitude towards life and like, especially your, how quickly you spark into action. And I think it's incredible what you've done. So I really want to figure out what's inside the mind of a rock star. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What were you thinking before you ever had your first call? Because you saw these appointments and you excitedly posted in our Slack group, which was awesome. (laughs) What were you thinking when you woke up to nine scheduled sales calls? Oh man, I panicked. I panicked so bad. I was like, what have I done? It didn't make any sense. So I go on Reddit and I'm like, why is this like upvoted so ridiculously high? Why is, why do I, and then people were emailing me and I was like, what is this? Like the resumes and stuff. I didn't even ask. I'm like, what the heck is this? So then, and I remembered our Voxer conversation from, I don't remember, it wasn't too long ago, um, where we talked about how to keep those particular um, appointments so that way nobody doesn't answer the phone or bails. Mm-hmm. So it started, I, I looked at all the numbers. It started off with nine. <laughs> this whole thing is ridiculous. On Reddit of all places, um, the day progressed and it got up to 20 people. And I thought, I'm going to have to just email and text 20 people and I'm going to have to just do it right now. Um, so I went on and I, I essentially, I hate saying this, but it's true. It was the same text. I just changed the Copy phrase. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I did it for these people. Um, but to answer your question, it was just panic the whole time. I was like, what do I do? I'm in over my head. I have no choice. It's too late now. They've already signed up. Okay, I guess I just have to dive in and call it a day. And I'm just going to be exhausted when it's all over. But you know what? It's like the best exhaustion. I feel so freaking great. Yes. On the carpet. Like, that's how tired I am. But it's like the best exhaustion ever. Oh, my God. That's awesome. (laughs) So that was my first question. My second question is... How has your attitude towards these calls changed? Like, obviously, you have a bunch more calls this week. Are you excited about them now? Are you still a little bit nervous? Like, what? where's your head at now that you've done a few calls? Right now, definitely excited. That I know for sure. But now I'm taking it 
not that I wasn't taking it seriously before, but now it's like so real because I went through all of those back to back. I didn't really have time to process what had happened with each call because I was right into the next one. Um, and everybody's story is completely different and everybody's pain points are all so valid and they hit home so hard that now it's more than just a phone conversation. This is very much a moment in their life where they can really have that transformative experience that all of us really should have at some point turn around and say, man, I really don't like where I've been. Let's look at where I could be going in the future. So I'm definitely excited but taking this so much more seriously because now it's like, oh my gosh, these are real people. Strangers, sure, but they're real people that I'm working with in these calls. Yes, so epic. (sighs) I love it. What sort of questions do you have, Gabby? (laughs) What questions do I have? Oh man, I love your advice. I'm going to absolutely give it a shot tomorrow. There's always the next day. And the next day, Mm -hmm. with all these ridiculous calls, my thing is, when I, and I say when because I know this has to happen this week, I will be very surprised if it doesn't, when I make that first sale and I have that first client, that's a real human I'm going to have to work with, make sure that they are covered, make sure that everything that I pitch is fulfilled. And that, I'm, there's... Maybe not so much a question as just a a feeling of concern to make sure that everything's done correctly and everything's done well for them being completely served, for them feeling satisfied, you know, that they've done what they needed to do and working with me was worthwhile. So I guess, I know it doesn't come off as a question, but how do I deal with that in the future? Because I know it's going to happen. Cool. Oh, this question takes me like so far back to the days of having, and just so you know, like those feelings will never go away, Gabby. I'll let you know how personally I take my business. My firm belief, and I I like to believe, who knows if it's right or not, but I hold this belief. I like to believe that this attitude that I'm about to share with you is the the primary reason that I am where I am business-wise today. And that attitude is any single human being on this planet who trusts Brian Lofermento enough to take their credit card out and spend their dollars on me, Gabby, trusting me, like putting that trust in me, even if it's just for $7.95 paying for shipping and handling for me to mail them my book, I will always, 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 and hopefully you can attest to this by now, having known me for a few months now, I will always not only over deliver, but go out of my way to do anything possible to see them succeed. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, man, the mindset of an entrepreneur. I mean, I'll never forget the first time I really started selling big ticket items on my own. So like when I started selling online programs for $4,000, I would think about it at night, Gabby. I'd be like, gosh, what if these people don't get results? Like what if I can't deliver to that expectation level. And I think the only thing that made it go away was just trust and faith. Mm-hmm. And those are two things that we have to accept blindly. Like that's, I mean, that's at the basis of faith is we believe in things that we cannot see. And so for me, it's just, 
I have this unwavering faith that I know, and it's not even a doubt in my head now, because remember, every time we use these muscles, they get stronger. At this point in my life, Gabby, if you gave me 20K, if you gave me 40K, I have no self-doubt in taking that money anymore because I know full well how much I take it seriously and how much I, I value people who trust me enough to give them their money that I will always over deliver. And so like, think about the sprint. This is not part of the sprint. You and me <laughs> hopping on a phone call. Like I just, there's not many people, Gabby. I would just like outwardly drive through the rain, come to the office at 10 o'clock at night, the night before I leave on another trip. And she'd be like, let's chat. Like this, this is the stuff. And it's something that I don't have to sell to you. And I don't have to worry about it when you pay me to join one of my programs. I just trust myself enough to say, gosh, when I take Gabby's money, when Gabby pays me for something, she means the world to me. And every other student does as well. And it really is just that trust in yourself and and making that a habit as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, doesn't matter. Mm. Quite frankly, Gabby, you're right. You're right to be concerned about, am I going to deliver for $3,000? All these things we're talking about on the phone. Who knows? Mm. Maybe you're not going to. But I trust you enough and I hope you trust you enough that as you're going along with that person, let's call her Susan, as you're going through the program with Susan, whatever she needs, you're always going to be there for her. And that's what she's paying for. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. No, I really like that. So, yeah, I mean, when you adopt that, like, that's why I feel... I feel so much conviction in what I do because I just know that I'm always going to serve people. And that's, first of all, it's what lights me up. Like, this is the reason why I do these things. And secondly, it's because what else do we have? Like all we have is our customers. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. Okay. So one other thing that I was thinking of though is have you considered at all implementing payment plan options? Mm, I have not really thought about it too much if cash is truly the only objection now obviously this is just speculation because you didn't do like a lot of digging into seeing what their true sales objections are Mm -hmm. if you start getting that sales objection of cash i mean payment plans is a really easy way to get over that objection yeah all right and stripe makes it super easy by the way that's true oh my gosh i love all the different tools that we've been using so far in the sprint. Um, But definitely, okay, I'll keep that in mind for sure. Cool, any other questions you have? Uh, Right now I'm gonna say no, no questions. Very excited for tomorrow and the next day. I'll let you know how everything goes. Um, And yeah, no, I think that we're in good shape. Looking forward to that next step and then we'll see. Sweet. When are you going to mail Susan or whatever her real life name is, your sales page and your order form? I'm going to do it first thing in the morning. Yes. Awesome. Good deal. Brian, thank you. So My pleasure. Man. This was fun. I'm so excited. Like hearing your Voxer message, I was just like, <laughs> I need to talk to Gabby tonight. I want to hear how this everything went. It was just crazy. I feel, you know what? My big fear, who was it that posted it on Facebook on the entrepreneur page? Um, and it was about imposter syndrome. That's going to be, I think, my one giant like dinosaur thing that could come and just eat this whole thing up is that. So I'm going to have to fight it 
as much as it can, which means constantly writing about what's going on and making sure you guys are informed. Exactly. That's the key to imposter syndrome is you just need people in your corner who are like, Gabby, you're amazing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Ah, wild, but thank you so much. No, honestly, I, I don't have any other questions. I think it'll just be good. We'll, we'll experiment tomorrow. Heck and yeah. And it goes, and hopefully it'll all be good. Cool. I can't wait. I'm excited, Gabby. Man, me too. It's going to be awesome. All right. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much. As always, for tuning in to the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, February was a record month here at the podcast, and it is not by mistake. It's because the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur community is rapidly expanding with entrepreneurs and incredible entrepreneurs who are serious about taking action just like Gabby. So if you want to join Gabby, myself, and so many other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs from all around the country, join the free Facebook group. What are you waiting for? It's never too early. It's never too late in your journey. We want to see you in there so we can cheer you on. We can support you. We can encourage you. Head on over to letmeinthegroup.com. That's it. Letmeinthegroup.com. And finally, I just want to throw this out there. I've been experimenting more and more lately with including some really behind the scenes one-on-one -on -one calls that I do have with my students and with general entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs from inside the community. And it's been so amazing having them give me the green light to share it on this podcast. I'd love to know what you think of this sort of content. Is this helpful for you to see behind the scenes? Do you like listening to one-on-one -on -one sessions between me and real life students? Let me know. Drop me an email at hello at imetbrian.com. Com. My email address is hello at imetbrian.com or even better, join the Facebook group. Tell me what you think there. I'll see you there at letmeinthegroup.com. <laughs>